welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, and we have something absolutely frightening for you today, The Blight. We're going to do a book review, or a campaign review. What I have with me today is called The Blight, Richard Pett's Crooked City. It is a very large book, coming in over 800 pages. I'm going to just real quick give you a read from the back of the book, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about the book itself and my experience in running it. Richard Pett's Crooked City, a vast sorceress city poisoned by alchemy, extending its empire through necromantically powered industries. The city-state of Casterhage is gritty, often horrific and heartless. The city-state has begun exploring realms beyond the normal world, heedless of the dangers, and unaware that these other worlds are exploring the city-state in return. Ruthless factions, many of them quite monstrous, wage a hidden war for control of the city, its bizarre technologies, and its cruel empire. Two books in one, The Blight, Richard Pett's Crooked City, is everything you need for a campaign in Castor Age, the city known to most simply as The Blight. Now, The Blight is available for Swords and Wizardry, Pathfinder, and Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. The Swords and Wizardry version that I currently have clocks in over 800 pages. It's a pretty hefty book. And it doesn't stop there. There are multiple modules available and other resources as well, other books and PDFs available online for the Blight. So what is it? I'm going to go ahead and explain it in, in a comparison to older Dungeons & Dragons from the 20th century. I would say that the Blight is similar to a Ravenloft campaign. It hits on a lot of the same themes, only it does so a little bit differently. Instead of vampires, we have strange necromancers. We have an entire city where there is a slave population of zombies and the undead who are used to run the capitalist empire, essentially, and the wealthy are able to exploit for their own gain. The setting itself has a lot of pool factions. There are everything from anarchists and revolutionaries, which I'm going to get onto in a bit because, well, I'm an anarchist and I like that in my games. It has quite a few parts in the book. You have your basic adventures in this book, as well as setting information and world guide information. The Blight is set upon this large murky, polluted river, and upon it is this kind of falling apart old city with layers upon layers of ancient history and dark things creeping around every corner. It's really good at setting the tone and mood if you're going for that gothic horror type of campaign. There are even some really cool random encounter type tables that are more than just fighting monsters. Sights on the street Everyone who in this city is a were-rat, screams a hysterical washerwoman. A dirty-feathered albatross sits on the window, swallowing a most peculiar-looking fish. Was that a hand? All kinds of these random encounter tables to just kind of set the tone as you're going through the game and playing it. The actual adventures are really good at going with this sort of gothic horror with twists. Were-rats are pretty big in the adventures that we ran. Now, I ran the Blight for a bit before COVID. When we went online, we had a hard time retaining some of the players, and we ended up stopping the game, picking somewhere, something else up somewhere else. I wanted to really go through this much further than we did, but I ran quite a few of the adventures. 
And I can speak that from that experience, I like the adventures. The special little nuances and oddnesses and uniqueness of the of the adventures themselves really help to set that tone of that gothic horror. With the Swords and Wizardry Edition, you're not coming up with new character classes or races for the most part. There are some twists on them, but they don't make any mechanical changes if you're an elf or something like that. It is good at flavor text type stuff and kind of giving you all the tools to run something that's more in that gothic vein. It's a fun and interesting setting and world. There are a lot of themes of monarchy versus revolutionary factions. Now, they have anarchists and revolutionaries as two separate factions in here, which I'm not thrilled with all the way, but I can kind of see a way I approached running that. As somebody who's more into the political philosophies and stuff like that, you can do a lot to work with this. Because while it gives you the concepts of the anarchists and the revolutionary backdrop that's going Lots of good little seeds are thrown there throughout the campaign itself to really get the characters interested and looking into what sort of political intrigue exists within the world. It also gives you this horrible monarchy and all of these twisted evil magic users, Illuminati type organizations and things like that, that you can really weave a good, fun, revolutionary campaign in this dark city full of artists, bohemians, and other assorted scoundrels when we ran the blight the first couple adventures that i ran i didn't run the entire adventures some of them i kind of left things out of but there was so much there that they took us quite a while to get through clocking in at 800 pages plus having quite a few other adventures available for the setting outside of the main book has made this quite a task for anyone to get through all of this just like some previous books of frog gods i've talked about in the past this book could be ran for years and if you're into that gothic horror like the old ravenloft and things like that and you're looking for an osr or old school option this is a great option here to run the stats are all made out for Swords and Wizardry, so you can run it with Swords and Wizardry, or you can go ahead and try to use Old School Essentials, Labyrinth Lord, or any other older edition retro clones, or just your old basic BX D&D, or even jump over to the AD&D. It's all easy to use with this. When you start getting into the different neighborhoods and towns, they all have a unique feeling and a unique element of horror. The beginning adventure that we started with begins the adventures without any kind of equipment, pretty much naked, alone, escaping from a, a prison which is floating in the water. And they emerge and start to get involved in this, this circus, this traveling show type environment where there's a lot of intrigue and questions as to what nefarious plot is at hand. The players begin running through and exploring and delving into the city sewers and running into all the dark secrets of the Blight. Now, they begin on a floatsome town that floats upon the river which runs along the Blight. And this floatsome town is like docks and refuse and all sorts of things kind of cobbled together on this dingy little rotting dockland filled with carnival rides, interesting vendors, and all sorts of other flavorful characters. As our characters started into their adventures, they got involved with some 
were rats who are secretly in power on this part of town. It's easy to intertwine a longer story that involves your characters with the stuff that they've given you here and keep some of these NPCs and stuff around so that you can grow it. There's so much information throughout the different parts of the town and each adventure kind of takes you through the city and you can start to explore. And once you've gotten into those parts of city, the city, they are so fleshed out that you can go forever with it. Another element is this, this sort of extra planar element of cats and other creatures passing from this realm to a darker realm underneath it all. There's a whole mystery interwoven in there. What kind of things lurk in the shadows? And as you go to these various parts of town, some parts are built around concepts of libraries and bohemians and art worlds and theaters. You start to discover these old, decrepit, gothic themes that seem to drive this. And they give you a good amount of stuff to really kind of delve into there. Interesting little tidbits left and right. The book is good for setting that tone and giving you adventures that fit in that tone and letting you take that tone in those places and run with them in a campaign. So if you're looking for a horror-themed tone game, this is kind of, a, especially if you're looking for an OSR game like that, I strongly suggest checking out the Blight. It comes in a little steeper than some price-wise. I think the physical copy that I purchased was $160, but that's the cover price. There's also PDFs. You can find it on the Frog God Games website. I enjoyed it. I wish that our campaign could have gone longer. I would like to revisit it and run it again with Swords and Wizardry specifically again. There are separate books of various blighted creatures and things like that. The unique races and stuff that are on here are very unique and kind of grotesque and lean very much into pestilence and the concept of a blight. There is a cast system in here which makes it interesting for me from a role-playing perspective and from, the, from my political perspective that I like to put into a game of the haves and have-nots. And that runs very well in trying to fight off a monarchy with all their evil secrets. I would suggest The Blight if you're looking for something horror. I recently saw somebody asking for an OSR old-school option for a horror campaign if there is anything out there. I think that this would be the perfect thing to look at. You're not getting a bunch of new character races or classes that are going to make it horror-themed, but the actual setting itself is a good horror theme, and it works well with your classic Dungeons & Dragons character classes delving through it and discovering all the horrors of the Blight. I give it a thumbs up. I enjoyed running it, and I think you will too. If you enjoyed this podcast, share the episode, or share previous episodes you liked on social media. Visit us at wobbliesandwizards.com. You can find us on our Facebook page. It's just Wobblies and Wizards. You can search it. And keep those dice rolling.